so high. Welcome to Ben's Buddy Bad Days in Hanfield. I'm your host, always Brian Dressel. With me, as always, without the nicknames this week, because I was lazy, we have Matt, Zombie Dog, Dykes, Ryan Luton, and Joel DeWitt. Let's yeah. talk this movie, and it's going to be so good that I'm only going to do it for five minutes because I got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually uh, true. We 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 did want to have Ryan on as much as we can, but uh, since he does have uh, prior engagements that he cannot break, uh, we, we got to get his take on this film. So so before you guys dive in, uh, just remember, this movie is the movie that Jamie Lee Curtis saw the script for, realized that it was this bad, and was like, okay, kill me. And she wanted nothing like Kill me she, immediately in the film as well. She, she thought the last one was going to be it, but they wanted to contract her for two. So she did two, realized that this movie was going to be a mess, said, Kill me, and came back and was really supportive of her next trilogy, what, 10, 15 years later? So that's just kind of the, the purview. But this movie is, if not, it is the worst movie of the Halloween franchise. I still wrestle with this and six, uh, the regular cut, not the producer's cut. This has got Weinstein written all over it. It is just crazy. It is stupid. It is cliche. It is dumb. It is laughable. I mean, I could go on and on, but this movie is just a joke. Buster Rhymes doing karate and saying trick or treat motherfucker is probably the lowest, <laughs> the lowest part in the franchise. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, pat your back on the Freddy or your back Freddy because this is definitely one of the worst movies the screen queen in this is not even likable she can't act her way out of a box Katie Stackhoff you know our our own uh, Starbuck she's probably the silver lining she, you know she she owns any movie she's in if, if Matt gave us the the whole uh, her critiquing her performance watch it it's a much better experience but this movie is awful uh, thank you for listening to my TED talk um, <laughs> rest in peace jamie thank you guys for letting me come on before i had to run and scoot out to go to my prior engagement so you guys rock thank you very much we'll see you thanks ryan (laughs) made it easy um man alive (laughs) (laughs) such a good way to start that off um and and after he took that huge dump all over this movie i'm gonna say something that uh will kind of dial it back into why when we get to the end rankings this thing way 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 longer the thing uh, this will not be my my the bottom one on my list i i do not like this movie at all but it feels remarkably like a jason movie and if i think about it like a jason movie i don't have a terrible time with it because it, it does play out a lot of ways like what if we did like a reality tv show at camp crystal lake and it's like this is pretty much what i would expect from them mm-hmm. um it's just not what I expect from Michael Myers movie. They're, they're two different but flavors. They were they were smart to never do that in Friday the Thirteenth because they knew it would be an abomination. But that were they smart enough, or were they just beaten to the punch? Like most of Friday the Thirteenth's career has been following in the coattails of Halloween and just doing it silly. I uh, I think they just watched this one and went, oh, that they got in our lane, like. <laughs> we just can't do what they did again um even though we would have done it better um whatever i that said it's just it's just a god awful fucking movie and uh i'm gonna have a lot of fun kind of taking the shit all over it so uh let's dive right in so yeah we, we kind of mentioned a lot with uh with ryan there but uh jamie lee curtis is in this movie for all of about five minutes it starts out with her getting uh I guess she's getting killed in the beginning of this. I mean, according mm-hmm. to her contract, she gets killed in the beginning of this. 
uh, she gets a real kind of tiny poke in the back, like maybe an inch, which granted, I know, you know, like, you know, infections, whatnot, she just fall off a building, kind of. I think she walks away from this personally. Like that, that's where I'm at at the end of that stab and drop. I'm like, I think she's probably fine. Um, unless Michael went down there and then like made sure of it, but she definitely walked away from the movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I think she stood up, dusted herself off, went and got some stitches and went, I'm just done with this shit. Uh, that's how it works for me. Cause I, I just don't see how she died from any of that. And not to mention all of that was just fucking ridiculous. Like just out of the gate. The first time Michael comes to attack her and he walks through a fucking door. Like if you didn't, if you haven't watched that Katie Sackhoff thing, I'm going to make a lot of references to it because she brings up a very good point. This is a mental institution. Those yep. doors are not light doors. Like, no, those are not. And easy not only to- does he, not only does he walk through the door, he walks through the door with his head. <laughs> like, it, you know, I'm a little surprised given the quality of this movie. You didn't hear an "Oh yeah." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if if people on the other side of it going, oh no, oh no, and then and then he'd have gone through and gone, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh here's Mikey. I, I gotta say, this is the first time we've had a previously on for one of these movies, right? I don't recall there being like a summary moment. Well, not fully. Like Halloween Two has a little bit of it, but it doesn't summarize the whole film. See, there's there's, there's an, the sort of the ending again. Yeah, here. there's a narr- but there's like a narration for this kind of previously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just oh well, they, god, they, that they, previously on is fucking atrocious. As it's well. rough. But like, I think they're trying to do what they did with H two O, where they had the uh, um, the Loomis intro voiceover thing. Like, I think they're like trying to make it thematic, like try to match that. It just it just did not. Well, that was shit anyway. Right? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Like you're, you're you're barking up the wrong tree. Like, what are you doing? Um, but all that together, it leads to Lori attempting to kill Michael. She has some sort of like trap for him, where it's like how she actually gets him in that is kind of nuts. But like, why why is there a crane on top of this yeah. mental institution? It's like a lot, a lot of convenience. It's thing. a mental institution, but they don't really seem to be that bothered about keeping the the patients in the hospital because nope. that guy with the the clown mask talking about serial killers, uh, he's always getting out. Apparently, she's always on the roof. Apparently, it's just like invest in some locks or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, Michael didn't get... need to walk through the door. He could have just opened it. Oh, I guarantee it was open. Bad. Guarantee yeah. it was open. Um, whatever. Uh, so when we get the actual kill, it's just one of these like you have this moment, and you know more hints to what's to come. I uh, is when I say that, it's blatantly saying what's to come. But you know, I, I'll I'll keep dancing around it. I have a Terminator Dark Fate moment of like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that's that's your plan to kill that character right now. It's it's such a deflated balloon, yeah. Right at the start, because your your impression is like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Great, so we know there's going to be at least some good acting. Dead, dead, just gone, and yeah, yeah. gone is all the character development from the last movie. Gone is the characterization from the last movie, like all of it. And it's just like that wasn't that was not Laurie getting killed. That was Jamie Lee Curtis getting out of her contract, and it's just so obvious. And then it sets the tone for 
kind of like how I mentioned last week, like the opening sets the tone for this is going to be a good movie. This does the exact opposite. Like this sets the tone of like, we're fucked. And yeah. that's on top it, of like the, the very 2000 slow-mo that keeps creeping into this thing. Like mm-hmm. there, oh, the flashing, the flash yeah. cuts. Yeah. Sl- like, just my head. Into the, but like just the, the film itself just treats its audience like an idiot. Like you've got that really stupid excuse, the paramedic not talking. Like what about, I don't know. Why didn't he just pull the fucking mask off his head? Like yeah. it's not glued onto his head and all that stuff. But, but there's just all sorts of stuff as well of like the security guard not noticing the headless fucking corpse behind him. He walks. I swear yeah. to God, the angle that he approaches that uh, washing machine, he steps over his his friend's dead like headless corpse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then he tr- then he stumbles back and trips over it and doesn't notice it. Fuck off! Like you know, <laughs> it just absolutely. No, it really annoyed me. Did that? It, it literally, it's like you're just treating your audience like an idiot. You're saying, "Oh yeah. well, well, this will get a cheap, a cheap scare," but it won't. It'll just piss the audience off, or well, it pissed yeah. me off anyway. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like the the next note I had was "woof, rough opening," because it's just <laughs> it's just rough. But then we start getting into the actual movie, and it's not like things get better quick, like. As the movie starts, you know, we're introduced to Katie Sackhoff and then the main character whose name I can't remember to save my life. Um, And it's just so fucking 2000s that it hurts. Like everyone's wearing Mm -hmm. some version of black leather. Just the name Dangertainment that Buster Rhymes works for just reeks of 2000s. (laughs) They say email like every five minutes. Have you checked your email? No, I haven't received that email yet. I do love email. And it's just like, <laughs> it's all over. The, and then after that, like, oh, where'd you guys meet? Yahoo chat rooms. Do you remember chat rooms? Chat rooms. Email chat rooms. I emailed mm. them about the chat room. And then I met them in the chat room to talk about the email. Like, zing, zing, zing. Like, and the thing just... that pisses me off about this is the technology is like, okay, number one, they're on about live streaming video over the internet in 2002. Mm-hmm. What, have you got four pixels on the screen? <laughs> Like that, next thing that sometimes next thing, doesn't work now her yeah. tablet thing which is doing like a weird live chat thing which not only is it fucking weird like how how there's, there's a, no mobile internet there's no freaking it's a, wi-fi it's a palm pilot and palm it's pilots a, were the way of the future and, and it, palm but pilot, what's it connected to though like, but, but it's very funny like palm? that <laughs> I, the thought that crossed my mind was just like this is oddly prescient <laughs> <laughs> what like, the future might look the, like the messages coming out like you're seeing them type it like typing it perfectly though there's no spelling mistakes or anything like that like you know if when you see it like typing out like that it's like if you're seeing a live feed of someone typing like they're gonna they're gonna make a mistake and have to go back like how many times is like you know you type in something and especially when you're panicked as well that you hit the wrong key or something there's also something to be said about like those kids, like the ones who are like the whole Palm Pilot plot line is there just to serve having these two computer nerds in the movie. And I, I, I didn't look it up because I once I was done with this movie, I wanted to be very <clears throat> done with it. But those kids, if you were to try to convince me that they were a way late addition, well after they'd shot the movie, they just shoved them in there and they went and found the girl and had her shoot like two scenes while holding a Palm Pilot. I would not be surprised. They don't feel connected to the movie at all. They never pay off their connection with the girl beyond her chatting with them via the Palm Pilot. Like, what are these fucking idiots doing in this movie other than sitting there going, should we put this kid in blackface? No. 
No, he's yeah. playing Samuel Jackson, so no. But maybe like it just kind of yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell they had a very long conversation about it. But like, wh- why are they here? They add nothing to the movie, and they're just so annoying. Like every yeah. time, and the only reason they're there is to fucking advertise Palm Pilots. That drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like all the stuff, all the stuff with the technology in this is just stupid. Like the wireless cameras that are wirelessly streaming live to the internet, but in like, you know, like, you, fucking GoPros are only just getting <laughs> to the point where they'll be able to do that now. And you're, you're trying to convince me that 20 years ago, that was a thing? Fuck off. <laughs> yep. And it worked flawlessly. Like, really, flawlessly. really. Like, oh, fucking hell. But there's just some, like, really odd choices. Like, when the, the main character, when she's screaming in that audition, which wasn't an audition at all because all of them were in the thing anyway. <laughs> so what were they fucking auditioning? They might as well just turn it up and go, hi. And they go, oh, yeah, you're on. Yeah. <laughs> and but when she screams and, and there were glass breaks... And th- yeah, I thought that was going to come back at some point. For yeah, sure, exactly. Right? Like, I thought I thought it was going to come back. Like it was a psychic thing or something. No, it's just oh well, she screamed really loud, and you know, loud noises makes glass smash, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you might as well cut to a dog going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who can't see the video, I raise my head and looked around like a dog would do when it hears a dog whistle. But you're not wrong because it's just like what what was that magic scream? Like, is this coming back? Is she gonna scream at Michael and have him go away? Cause because Buster Rhymes does, and it's amazing. <laughs> uh <laughs> but we'll get to that in a little bit. But like as you're watching the sequence and you see all these kids come in, you know, we got Katie Sackoff, we got brunette girl whose name I can't remember, we got the rookie of the year, like we get uh kind of bender-ish from uh from um, Breakfast Club, like you get these very just stereotypical. <laughs> so you meant future armor at first. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't remember a robot being there. <laughs> it would have been so much better if there was a robot. It really would have been. <laughs> it really would have been so much better. If there was they a just robot. never fucking paid attention to it. It's like, yeah, we have a palm pilot, and then we have the robot. <laughs> I want it to be that robot from uh, for the Rocky series, though. <laughs> it has to be like peak eighties future tech oh my that would have been amazing just seeing michael just having to stab that one just clunk, oh, <laughs> clunk. <laughs> like that would have been great um but like what a terrible producer to pick that cast like just awful like these people aren't interesting and the blonde the the brunette girl who can't can scream magically like she was boring as hell no one was ever gonna put her on screen ever like no thanks but either way so they, they're they're casted up they're ready to go they're gonna go hang out in michael myra's house for an evening to see if they can discover anything about him which means you know nothing because it's all staged like reality tv actually is all staged um but as they're setting up we get this wonderful moment of uh tyra banks who is in this movie for a few minutes she cashed a check um and she's like yelling at their pa to like set up cameras and he's talking about like ooh low angle scary high angle scary yeah. dead on not scary and it's like okay i think my favorite bit of that is where he's like hey i went to the same film school as spielberg and it's like okay that does that mean that 
just because you went do you think right. that you were you were automatically as talented as Spielberg because you went to the same school as him? Yes, by transitive property. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I, I, no. I've ridden on a bus before. Keanu Reeves has ridden on a bus. I'm not <laughs> Keanu Reeves. But have you ridden on the bus that he's been on? Have you been on the same bus? That 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 could be the defining factor. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. But no, I didn't go on a bus when I was on in LA. But here's the thing: is like that bus blew up. <laughs> of course it did. That's what happens. Um, but was here's that a the speed thing: speed like, joke. It was a speed joke. <laughs> okay. All right. I I've I've been on many a set in LA. These people exist. Like that, that that's not that far off. Like it wouldn't surprise me if like the camera guy who's shooting that sequence like. I went to that film school. Fuck this movie. Like, <laughs> like it's not that far off. The, the bigger problem I have with that scene is that whoever fucking sharpened the point on that tripod, like, why did you do mm-hmm. that? Like, yeah, what why is there a spear tip on a tripod? <laughs> it must be one of those things where, like, you know, you're in school and kind of bored and you got your pencil right there, and you're like, I'm gonna make this the sharpest pencil yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> And then you stab yourself on. You're just like, why did I do that? Ow! I mean, you can't really see it, but I, I, oh, you kind of can. There, there's, there's my pencil uh-huh. stab from sixth uh-huh. grade where I did that exact fucking thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> sixth grade, still have it. Late thirties. Um, I'm, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna me. read verbatim a, uh, a, a note I took on, on the, the whole thing of when he stabs him with the camera and then how long it takes for him to drag the body off uh, around until it's off camera. And at that point, Tyra Banks just some, just happens to look at the cam- uh, the screens just after that. This is the verbatim note I took. Oh, fuck off. She just <laughs> happens to look at the screen just as the body's been removed. Fuck off. And when you're done fucking off, fuck off some more. <laughs> because all- that really fucked me off. Like, <laughs> if it would have been quick, that would have worked well. But it... Like it's like ten fucking minutes of him dragging this body out of the but, way. But here's the thing, and and I mean this in full seriousness. I, I'm going to be the cold splash of water. They paid for Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is dancing on screen for that whole ten minutes. She's wiggling okay. her butt. She's dancing around. That's it. That's money I, spent. I was just about to say this is when the coffee dance party's happening, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that that's it. Like that's. I agree with you, Matt. You're absolutely right in the real world. But right now they're going, we paid for Tyra Banks. She's going to be on screen as much as we possibly can. So we're going to have this Mr. Magoo bullshit going on with Michael. Like, <laughs> where am I dragging this body? I don't know. Just keep watching Tyra Banks dance. Just keep <laughs> just keep watching. Yeah, it's just, oh, fucking hell. To be fair, and just, just throwing it out there, as the sequence is going on, I do have the note, Holy hell, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my my next note is, oh, God, I still have an hour left. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, like, the rest of the hour, I do have to say, like, I don't mind it. Like, I know it's awful and I hate it, but I also don't mind watching it. I'm never going back to this thing, but it's so fucking terrible. And, like, we have this, like, weird plot line of, like, these, these are actors who have been you know they're walking around this house with their cameras and they are thirsty as fuck like like nowhere in this where they're like oh and by the way you're gonna wear these cameras we're gonna hunt for michael myers you have to fuck you you have to fuck on camera like they never said that so why is that where these people are first going and not to mention in the beginning they're buying this shit they're buying that this is michael myers house they're buying that this is how it was left they don't find out till way later in the movie after one of them's already died that it's all been staged 
So at this point, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a dilapidated house where murders happen. Let's fuck. And it's just so annoying. <laughs> like They just keep it's going. Just, what what does my head as well, it's, the, it's where they choose to fuck as well. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not fucking in anywhere where a rat could just randomly crawl up my cooch. No, or or even like again when they're still buying it. I'm jumping a little ahead of my notes here. Sorry, sorry that that was me as a woman. Yes, like, of course. You know, <laughs> but here's the thing. So we have this. We found this secret room. We found this key that opened this door. We go down to a basement where they. Did they torture a child down here? I think they did. Look at this harness. There's definitely some child torture down here. I'm Rip horny. that boner out. <laughs> like, what? And it's like, oh, take the cameras off, but but drop them in a position where everyone who's watching this, all three fucking people, will be able to get a live porn show. Yeah, I, it's just, why are it, you it, doing any of this? It was a little funny. At the party, everybody starts cheering. Yeah, that's true. Like yep. that, that was funny. I'll, I'll give it that. And then the wall falling in on them might be one of the funniest things that happens in this t- entire movie. I thought for sure it was Michael walking through another wall. Like, thought for <laughs> yes. sure it was just like he's just heading his way through another wall. Like, that's what this has to be. We've but already this, established it earlier this in the whole movie. Thing, this thing with the skeletons, though, really annoyed me even more because you bought all these fake skeletons. You're trying to scare these people. Take the fucking barcode sticker off them. <laughs> oh, my God. This is where he hit all the victims. Yeah. like, Oh, oh, it's fake. Duh. Like, if you didn't like, pick up on that, like, do you actually think and like, I do like that there's the one guy who does call it out at one point. Like, do you actually think they'd leave all this evidence just laying around after a girl was mm-hmm. murdered here? Like yeah. these people are so stupid, but at least the movie does acknowledge, yes, they're being very stupid. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's uh no, it's not good enough. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you, but, but if, the, if the people who were if the people in the house who were buying this were walking around drooling, sort of going, <laughs> maybe I'd believe they were that stupid. They, the boys essentially are. Duh, would you take your shirt off for me? Like that's <laughs> We have the fucking the guy from Rookie of the Year and American Pie in this time frame has two different movies where he's trying to convince women to get naked on the internet for other people. Like, like why was this yeah. a common plot line? What was going on in the early two thousands? That scene as well. So on on the Katie Sackoff video, there's something in there that's like it just speaks to the production of this film as well. The wine scene so- of it all. Yeah, so basically, mm. like, she starts to pull her shirt up, and she stopped below her breast, in yeah. like, and and then she left, and then they brought on a body double, and then showed the bra, and she said, uh, and basically, it really pissed her off because it could have negatively impacted her career. That yeah, it, you know, it puts it in. So it's, um, yeah. So that now, like, looking back on that, that that scene's even, just like, ah. Uh, nasty it, it, there's this weird desperation to have topless women in movies sometimes and i'm like guys if the answer is no the answer is no just fucking move on with your life yeah. we've all seen nipples it's not going to make your movie any better like, yeah and especially when go. she when she said to them i don't feel yeah. comfortable doing that and then for them to turn around like they didn't even ask oh well could we use a body double or something like that you know it just get like yeah yeah, I didn't see why she, somebody she, wouldn't she, want to do that. She makes a point that you know she's twenty-one at the time as well. So, yeah. 
but I can see why somebody wouldn't want to do a body double as well. Cause then you're yeah. just characterizing who you are and yeah. then it sets an unrealistic expectation of who you are. And, and like, like we even mentioned it way back in the day in phantasm when they brought in the body double for the girl in the graveyard. And then her mom was like, your boobs are better. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird, like it's one of the things I, I hate the most about talking about horror movies. Cause it comes up a lot and it's just like, guys, just, just fucking be human. Like, that's it. Like, if you really need nudity in your movie, just be a human to that other person. If they say no, the answer is no. Move on with your fucking life. Your movie doesn't really need, need boobs. Like, if, it's, it's going to be if, fine. If your movie really needs nudity in it, hire someone who's okay with being nude as well. Exactly. Don't do backhanded, like, yeah. shit like that. Um, But moving on with this movie. So now, now that we're kind of at this point, this is when they start murdering way earlier than last week's H2O, which uh, is, a, <laughs> mm-hmm. is a welcome change. The only welcome change this week from last week. Um, but they do kill, and they kill the fucking rookie of the year by like diving through a mirror that was bolted to a wall somehow. I'm not going to really dig yeah. into that. Too. But then he stabs like- him in the head. And I'm like, I hated this guy. He was driving me nuts and seeing him get fucking head stabbed. I'm like, ah see ya (laughs) (laughs) see is there is the mirror got a camera behind it like because i think when he's looking towards it it looks like one of those you know those little like a camera peephole mirror type thing yeah and so michael's somehow got his way but there's like there's there's bits in it where like the thing that really annoys me is like early on when the killing's going on or something every time like something like that happens the people in the production office are not looking at the cameras. And it was yeah. just, it, it, you've done that once. Okay. It was stupid then, but I'll, I'll grant you one of those because you know, it's a, it's, it's the sort of the gimmick having it all the fucking time though, like repeatedly, it just, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like, it really annoys me because it's it, again, it's treating your audience like an idiot. It's like, oh, they just happen to always be looking away when someone's getting merged on the cameras. Yeah, I, I let it go because the movie needs it to make it work. Unless they wanted to kill Tyra Banks, which I'm sure it was in her contract to only be on set for like three days, and mm-hmm. none of those days involved getting murdered. So I'm sure it's just like, unless they're gonna have she her is, run it, she is dead. Oh, I guess that's true. Um, yeah. You see her hang up, I get another jump scare. Yeah, but it's not like it just felt very cheap of just like, oh, we, we got to have her just kind of get out of here and moving on. And it's like, I can be annoyed by how much the producers miss, but if we had the producers miss too much or didn't miss, yeah, if we had the producers not miss as much, we wouldn't have that wonderful scene of Busta Rhymes walking around in the Michael Myers mask yelling at the guy who got killed by the tripod who ends up actually being Michael Myers. But that scene to me, like when we get to the, the end ranking thing, if we rank favorite scenes, it would be in my favorite scenes. Like it absolutely <laughs> would because it's so fucking funny. And, mm. and I mean this totally honestly in the movie, they were going for a comedic beat with Buster Rhymes in a Michael Myers suit yelling at Michael Myers. And I think they fucking nailed it. I'm not saying this ironically. I'm not making fun of the movie. I think this is the height of quality in this film. Him yelling at him to go do your fucking job. Go do it. And just the the visual of Michael Myers yelling at someone <laughs> is hysterical. The idea of Michael Myers getting yelled at is hysterical. The fact that it fucking works just makes it way funnier. Like if he had killed Buster Rhymes at the end of it, I wouldn't care. But the fact that Michael Myers goes, 
oh, oh okay and turns around and walks away <laughs> makes it one of the funniest fucking things in any slasher film like it destroys me i love it i love it so much and if they had listened to matt and had the producers realize more we wouldn't have gotten it so i'm gonna give them a big pass because i love that sequence i mean like don't even have to have them witness but they could just have them like turn off the monitors and, like right bored with this shit because they obviously weren't that interested in it like you could have something of that and then you don't have to do that stupid things oh you have like you know you have them you know showing him getting into his michael miles outfit like and she's watching him and the monitors are behind them or something like that and then sure. something's happening it's it's the fact that they they're not looking at the monitors when something's happening and then something happens and they turn and look at the monitor just after it's happened and it's off screen that's what annoys me yeah, oh yeah, it's done poorly, but I still need it to get that moment, and uh, I, I will take yeah. whatever I can get to get there. Um, <laughs> I, also, one thing was like, um, oh no, that's later on. I'm just gonna like the, the speech that him, that uh, Buster Rounds makes about um, making loads of money. Like, I mean, that, that's, how? That's a, isn't that essentially I, next? Because right after this is when they start killing everyone. So this is when they come and find because Buster Rounds then finds the the gang of people. And they're like, wait, yes, is this and fake? And they're like, turn off the cameras, turn off the cameras. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, this is fake. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you think this was real? You guys are idiots. <laughs> it's like... But the thing is, like, you know, he's talking about how they're going to make all the money. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, how are you making money off of this? You're streaming it for free or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, you're streaming in 2002. Not that many people even have internet let alone internet good enough to stream video. How are you making money from this? How are you making so much fucking money that he's on about? And not he's to mention- he's, it's like, he sounds like, you know, he's talking about, you know, tens of millions of dollars. How? And here's the other thing. The thing they're streaming, like when we go to the party with the kids, which I'm trying not to talk about because it, it fucking just grinds this movie to a halt every time it happens. Um, it looks boring as shit. Like the kids are essentially yeah. playing Night Trap. Like if you haven't played Night Trap, that's mm-hmm. essentially what this is. And it, Night Trap's a very boring game. Yeah, it has a great song. <laughs> very boring game. Uh, so I, I guess I've got a question for you all. How long do you th- do it take while watching this live stream to realize, oh, these people are actually dying? Well, if you're the a kid in the movie, about then, three people. seconds. Uh, yeah, but cards on the table if i was watching like we're going through ted bundy's house and it's this reality show and blah 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 Mm -hmm. i would never assume it was uh actually happening the whole Mm -hmm. time i'm watching i'm going this is fake this is fake there's no way because why would they actually be getting murdered in some murderer's house who we all know is dead like because if you take like the popular knowledge of this world michael myers is a thing that died like, cause we yeah. don't know how much was reported after H2O. Like we don't know mm-hmm. really where anything is. So I, of course I'd be assuming these people are all fine and why this one kid is like, Oh, they're dying. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I to me as well, <laughs> like, like, well, for size, I wouldn't be watching it because fuck reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it was, it would be so it would look so fake anyway because you'd be look like if they did that now you'd be like oh it's Ted Bundy's house you'd be looking at it going pretty sure that they won't just leave a house in perfect order as it was all those years ago and you know all the like kids toys all this is so fake I I'd turn it off within five seconds oh yeah 
as soon as the one guy pulled out like the coloring book with like the murdered family in it, I'm like, oh, okay, I I see what this is. There's definitely an audience out there for it. It's like there's, like there's an audience out there for Paranormal Activity Part 15. Like, yeah, there, there's people who will like this. It's not me. Um, yeah, that's and true. That, that that's kind of where I think I'd land at this actual reality show if it was on. I'd take one look at him like I've played Night Trap. I'm not watching this. This looks <laughs> yeah. this looks awful. Um, my my I, I have one more point about the kids, and we can move on from ever mentioning them again. When he ring when he dials nine one one, why the hell? And this is a thing in all films that do it. Why does he say hello nine one one? You just dialed nine one one. Just ask for what you're asking for: police, ambulance, fire. Hello nine one one. No, this is Domino's. What? Yeah. How did I do that? I only hit three numbers. <laughs> no one in real life does that. I don't ring whenever I ring. Well, it's not like how often do you call nine one one? Do you even have nine one one there? <laughs> With nine nine nine. That's what I thought. Like... <laughs> but actually, if you put nine one one into a UK mobile phone, it redirects mm. you to nine nine nine. Yeah, you have us to thank for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't figure out different ones. We're like, oh, nine one one. I still never understood like like I still never understood the the nine 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 thing anyway because like back in the days of rotary phones it's the last number it's like nine (laughs) nine (laughs) hmm nine yeah and and you've been murdered yeah (laughs) Um, I need I need to show my kids a rotary phone. We have. I just, a, I just want to see the response to that <laughs> experience. Where they just start, they'll put, start pushing the buttons. Going, I don't know what this is. Why is it not doing anything? Yeah. Have yeah. you shown them an original Nintendo yet? That one's always gets a very good response. Oh, oh yeah. My my youngest had to have me set it up so he could play it, even though oh. he has you know four different Mario. But it's the novelty of the. I get it. We have one set up too. It happens, kids, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> All right, well, let, let's wrap this thing up. So essentially, we're at the point now where everyone knows that uh, that Buster Rhymes has gamed them all to be there. They're all like, oh, we're mad. We're going to leave. And it's like, no, no, you're Why? Why? <laughs> fucking reality TV star. Like, just just deal with it. Um, and then my. Oh, shit. I just thought of an, I've just seen another one of my notes about the kids, though. Oh, God, what? <laughs> she she is a really talented actress. Unlike the person saying that oh, line. Oh boy, that was a rough one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oof. I, I must so- have memory hold that one. That's, <laughs> that's painful. It was so badly delivered as well. Like all, all the just... all the kids stuff is garbage. Yeah. Um, I do like the the the, the black guy um, trying to fight Michael with herbs and spices. Oh, like... that's pretty good. But <laughs> but like, before ah! that, <laughs> Michael's like. Why are you throwing cumin at me? Okay, so I smell different. Who cares? Um, But before we get to that one, or I guess we've already talked about that one, so we'll just skip over it when we get to that one. Uh, We had the Katie Sackhoff beheading, which is just, it's so amazing. It's just that big, like, he's got a fucking kitchen knife and just the swipe (laughs) with her head. It's Mm -hmm. like, this is just, I love this level of ridiculous carnage. Like, that's like, I made them the the comment earlier. This is very much a Jason movie. That's very much a Jason kill. Like that's very yeah, it's very it's much Jason extreme. Manhattan punching the head off. Like what yeah. is going on here? <laughs> it really is. I think the wine scenes instead of buying the Halloween franchise, I think they wanted to buy the Friday the Thirteenth one. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it kind of feels that way because th- that's much more. All what going all for. these films have been kind of Jasony, really. Yeah, from six uh, to to eight. Yeah, yeah, arguably so. Like I, I've even watched a video ranking them where they say six is the most Friday Thirteenth of them. I'm like, eh. I've actually even seen people say two is. I'm like, Halloween two is not a Jason mm-hmm. movie. That is very no. much a Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, this one, however, is I, to me the most Jasony of all of them. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. I mean, this is what's so weird about this one though is it's it's directed by Rick Rosenthal who directed Halloween two. Like, I know that's would, so upsetting. It's just weird. Like, I mean, you can see like even even parallel some of the stuff from Halloween two as well. Like the the like he has a real thing about people slipping in blood. Yeah, because because the woman does it in this as well. Yeah, that's true. It's just yeah. It's too bad because he really he did such a good job with Halloween two. Like Halloween two is very high up in my list. This one, yeah. this one is not. It's very near the bottom. It's not the bottom, you know, because like I said, it's very Jasony, um, but it's pretty close. But a- as this movie goes on, we then get the uh, the one guy who gets pinned to the wall. It's nice to see somebody getting pinned to a wall again. I, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, very Michael three Myers. knives this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had that overhanged move again happen. Yeah. That, that, oh yeah, they, yeah. They they added a stab hug to it too. So yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> you know, a little familiar, a little new. I like it. Um, but then we get it's basically gets down to just Buster Rhymes and the brunette girl <laughs> whose name I can't remember. Um, and that's the rest of the movie. And we get this very odd Buster Rhymes doing a Bruce Lee impersonation fight with Michael Myers, where he's yep. doing his hiyas and yeah. Oh man, that one's hard to watch. Like gone I mean, is the, the joy of my of him yelling at him, and now it's like, what is happening? I just I just wanted Michael Myers to punch his head off, a la Jason. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been brilliant if he's like going, ah! and he just goes, drop he, he lands out a the... window, and he ends up hanging himself somehow. Yeah, like somehow mm-hmm. his head went through a looping cable or something like that. Yeah. And... Like, Okay. Yeah. And then, and then he gets out of that, but we don't see that. But we have the stupid kids telling us that. Like, yeah, that, this is when we're in full Palm Pilot land where, like, they're like, where is he? Like, the typing of the Palm Pilot. Oh, she's asking yeah. the cameras, where is he? And the boy and the yeah. internet twins are replying via Palm Pilot. And then that does lead to some the very is, unintentional. Honestly, right. If you do that this t- today, if you do that kind of scene today, yeah. I think that could work. Yes, sure. I, I think it could absolutely work, and I've seen, I've actually seen uh, films where they have that sort of like when the text. In, it's not like horror films; it's more like thrillers where it's like a yeah. spy or something like that, and they're like, "Go to the stairs now," and it's like it works really well because you can get some real tension, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. from there. But this is just it's so bad, and it's just stupid things like "Don't scream," and she immediately screams. No, she and covers then, her mouth. The, what? She screams. She goes. What? But that, that's still half a scream there. Like I'll I'll give her this near the end. Like some of her reactions to what's happening feel genuine. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like like you put yourself in that situation. I could see myself having to hold my mouth before letting sure. out a yelp or something like that. Uh, but she lets out a yelp and then holds her mouth. Like you know that's my problem with it. But for me, the bigger problem is like the where is he and then you get back the in the house and they're like he's in the house he's right here he's standing next to us he's literally mm-hmm. right here yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, that I annoys me as well because like if you've ever been in a room where you you're like in a room on your own 
and then someone will walk in. You don't see them, you don't hear them, but there's you sense. Yeah, there's a them change. Entering. Yeah. yeah, there's some sort of there's a sense of something's changed. Michael gets right next to them, <laughs> right next to them, and that is a tense moment where you're in a house where like someone's been trying to kill you. Your senses are going to be even more on guard in that. Mm-hmm. You're going yep. to hear any tiny little thing and look to it, anything, yep. and there's no way that he's going to make it all the way up to them without even like a floorboard creaking the tiniest amount. Sure. And again, yeah. it's the whole treating the audience like an idiot thing. And that's what, that's what annoys me the most about this film. Like I, I, there are some moments where it's like, it's fun because of how stupid it is, but it's when they really do treat the audience like idiot, utter idiots where I, it, it annoys me. I'm not even sure if it's a matter of treating them like idiots and more just them not knowing what to do with the premise. You know, just, just to your to your point, I think that this premise could work within the context of modern day technology and, and expectations. It's just that that weird disconnect where they've got an idea, but they don't know how to frame it in a way where current day it made sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so there were twenty years too early, is what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's remake it. <laughs> God, 22 no. years early, missing <laughs> about a dozen decent actors. Uh, who who would be playing Buster Rhymes' character? Buster Rhymes. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who's like a big. Well, I don't watch reality TV though, so yeah, like neither I. Ryan Seacrest. Sure. Is he still a thing? <laughs> I heard him on the radio before recently. <laughs> is it is it Joel McNeely? In, who's in Community, who everyone Joel says McHale. Like. McHale. 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 Yeah. Um, oh, Joel McNeil is a, a composer, I think. Uh, yeah, Joel McHale playing Ryan and Seacrest. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, that works. <laughs> That's Buster Rhymes in the current one. <laughs> yeah. That'd be um, great, actually. I'd, I'd like to see that. I, I mean, if you were to get, like, the right comedy team to remake this movie, I would watch it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like uh, what the fuck is his name? Um blanking on it now the guy who does uh how did this get made podcast paul shear uh ah, yeah. like, get him and like his friends to make this movie it would be hysterical <laughs> I, no doubt in my mind um but before we get to the end of this thing we should finish up the movie so we, we do have like the the final showdown between them we have uh the girl popping out with a chainsaw like it's chainsaw time and then it's over right away oh, the, <laughs> that's that's one of the best moments of the movie to be honest <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> Just throw it at him. <laughs> uh, and then like we get this very dramatic kind of kill of Michael, and it, it's very over the top and full of flames and whatnot. And I'm still kind of like, it's fine. Like it, it's it's very 2000s. They they throw in. I mean, I, I haven't mentioned it. It's all over my notes. I didn't mention it all in the podcast. They throw in the Matrix noise a few more times. Like it's just it's fine. It's all fine. And then it's over. And she's thinking the internet twins. And we don't know why. And, and and I'm just kind of more fine just being done with it. And they throw in that one tag of like, Michael might not be dead. And we're like, what, what the franchise is. Yeah. We, we all know <laughs> what just died. And it was the franchise. And, and, it, and it did. This is it. I mean, th- this is where, where like, the, the bit with that coroner where, you know, the, the, if they were really sort of going to lean into the, like the over-the-top comedy elements of this, where the guy says that she's got a coroner, uh, uh, she's got a coroner, she's got a celebrity, and says it's Michael Myers, she should totally turn around and say, 
Austin Powers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Wayne's World. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would have been better than zooming on eyeball going. Um, yeah. Yeah, the last note I had for this, and I feel like it's a really important one to bring up, is boo. Boo. Uh, <laughs> my last note was this makes halloween six look like the godfather <laughs> yeah halloween six that one will probably be the bottom of the barrel for me if i'm guessing well we'll get to there when we get to there but my last know. note was you're alive we can see you on the news <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to find a screenshot of that phone with you're alive and just, just use it as a general purpose response to stuff yeah, just just make that the background of your phone. Just a constant reminder: I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great until the one day it doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you won't be there to notice. So it's, it's exactly. So in your mind, it always worked. <laughs> but then you need to have an agreement with um, your wife that when when that does happen, that she changes the background to "Oh, you're dead now." <laughs> uh, this may surprise you. I don't know if I'm gonna get uh, buy-in on that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> no sense Some- of humor. Just no sense of humor. Somehow I feel like Chew would be so on board with it. Uh, <laughs> which might be, "Hooray, you're dead now." Uh, <laughs> Cheaper than divorce, uh, I suppose. It's very true. Um, you just get a payout from it. Anyhow. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> All right, let, let's talk favorite moments. I've already given mine away, uh, but I'll bring it up again. And it's 100% Buster Rhymes wearing a Michael Myers suit, yelling at Michael Myers. How that is not my favorite moment of the entire franchise, I, I'm not sure. It might be. Nothing has made me laugh harder. And it's only because of Michael Myers going, the, oh, okay, and then walking away. Like, that's, <laughs> that's really what makes it the most amazing thing ever. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love that sequence. I think it's great comedic timing works it's buster rhymes best acting in the whole thing it's michael myers best acting in the whole thing love it matt what about you i mean i normally try to find like lines there is no no good lines in this film i couldn't find this yeah i say right no. the, the top one no <laughs> i just like there's no good lines of like you know the the, the did so I like, cut out? I just said it. It's a trick or treat see, motherfucker. Halloween yeah. Yeah. resurrection <laughs> quotes. So the only thing that I can think for my favorite moment is like you know, apart from the Buster Rhymes yelling at him because that was quite amusing. Although I was sitting there going fuck because it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> it as just well. keeps going. But they like gold. Just, they knew they couldn't let it go. The guy, the guy, like. Fucking throwing herbs and spices at Michael Myers <laughs> and talking like you know, oh that that's how you, I, I can't remember what he said. He said something about flavor or something. I think, but it's like there is a draw. He's he's literally been in the, through those drawers. There's knives in those drawers. It's like use something that might work. I mean, can you imagine if it like or like again if they want to make it humorous, have him throw like some. I don't know, chili on him and go and him going, Oh, you found my secret, my secret <laughs> Achilles heel. It's chili powder. He's allergic to chili powder. <laughs> yeah. Just give us a Michael sneeze in the mask. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh, that, that that might be the biggest horror of this movie. No, oh, that that's like that's that's giving me flashbacks in like COVID. Well, like mm. even now still wearing masks when you when oh, you yeah. sneezed at him. 
That's the like, worst. Oh, I can taste my sneeze. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think I'd take the COVID at that point. <laughs> you might have just given yourself the COVID. Not wrong. <laughs> I like how we're calling it the COVID as well. The like, COVID. Like, <laughs> like, well, like 80 year old people <laughs> Talk, talking about the AIDS. God. Mm. I, I thought I was doing a little too far. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'll always like sort of see the line and then just run right past the line. Uh huh. All right. So, yeah, my job is to toe the line. <laughs> <laughs> got it got it uh my moments they're more or less together and, and they're a little bit despair dis disparate that's the word i'm looking for uh drug bear dis- despair is uh drug despair bear? is what i drug bear finished the film <laughs> yeah there, there's this point I like in drug bears, inst- yeah institution where <laughs> pretty who it is but like they're pocketing all the drugs that they're being fed into a bear <laughs> so i found that fun and yet uh, nobody searches the rooms and picks up that bear and goes why is it no why does this sound like a sack of pills and it's another thing that was never you know brought into is just like a moment they wanted to have uh second uh mr clown obsessed with serial killer stuff when he was first doing that i was just like no all right that's i'm not sure if i need this but i think it really works when he sees michael myers and then he starts rattling off all the different things he's done as he's walking away and they're doing to the credits. Like I, I actually thought that was a legitimately well set done section of this movie. One of the few ones. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I kind of agree with that to be honest. It is, it's a hokey thing for the character to have, but then it also, it's quite good in terms of like, you know, cause Michael hands him the knife as well. I, I'm I'm thinking within context of this movie overall, right? Oh I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we've we've beaten this movie to death, but like I told you guys, I enjoyed watching it actually, uh, because I sort of accepted it for what ride it was, you know. Uh, but even within that caliber of bad, I I found that not too bad. I mean, I've enjoyed talking about it more than I've enjoyed watching it. Uh, which is kind of what I expected from it. Whereas like six, we watched and like, this is gonna be hard to talk about. Like, it's just bad. And there's something about being just bad. That's worse than being hysterically bad. And like this one is hysterically bad. It's the old cliche. It's the old cliche of like, it's so bad. It's good. And it does like, you know, sometimes things do cross over the line. It's like, yeah. Like talking about this because of how literally how bad it is. It's actually good to talk about because of how bad it is. But I'm not going to be in any rush to watch it again. God, no, 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 no no way. I'd rather stare at my wall for an hour and a half. I will probably never see this movie again. No. And like, this is like a a lot of these movies. Like I, I, like, you know, my best friend is my wife. I talk to her all the time. Like if she would stay up until I stay up, I'd be talking her ear off until then. Cause I just, I love talking to her. So like when I watch these movies, I just start telling her all about them. And sometimes you're like, Oh, I want to watch that. Let's watch that one together. And, she did that with this one because I just kept ranting about it. And I told her about the Buster Rhymes thing probably four times already. I'll probably do it again after this because just to tell her <laughs> I had to bring it up. Um, and she's like, I want to see that. And I'm like, yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> just look it up on YouTube. Look up that one scene on YouTube. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it again. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's been a really fun episode to record. I wish Ryan could been on for the whole thing because I'm sure he would have had mm-hmm. a lot to add to. I know how much he hates this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that's it. We, we've done it. We have finished the original run 
of Halloween. For better we've or worse. Scraped, we've scraped the barrel right to the bottom. The yep. barrel is 100% empty because we got a scraper out and scraped every molecule out of it. Much like the producers of those films. Yes, indeed. And like <laughs> you could argue we did that at the end of six because seven is kind of a continuation of two. But it still feels like to me, this is it. This is where it officially ended because after this is when we get full-blown reboots. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of where I draw the line. So the next week's episode is the first of the Rob Zombies. Um, first of his two. And uh, it's it's going to be a wild ride. Like the, the Rob Zombie movie is kind of a trilogy in one movie. You, it's very three, it's three very distinctly different films all packed on top of each other. And it makes for is a very it, interesting watching experience. And I'm excited to talk about it. It's, it's is a it weird kind one. of like the Friday the 13th remake, which kind of did Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, two and three all in one film. It's war, it's more segmented than that. Like it's like we get oh, wow. the, Here's the story of Michael as a kid with his family. And isn't it sad because it's Rob Zombie hillbilly family? Because of course it is. Uh, and then we get, this is Michael in an institution. Isn't it sad? He's an institution. It's very scary and sad. And then we get the remake of Halloween. Like, and it's just like one, two, three, very separated, but it makes for a very interesting watch. And it's a really fun movie to dissect. So be sure to tune in next week. Cause I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Cause it, it's just, it's a, it's a wild ride. And the fact that Rob Zombie got to do it, especially when he was not super big at that point, is it's impressive. And I love the swings he takes, even if they don't all connect. So I'm very excited to talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween. And then we get to Halloween 2, which is a wild movie. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that one, too. Because, you know, what's a Michael Myers movie where he's just like, you know what? I'm tired of this mask. Done. Like, weird, <laughs> weird movie. Um I mean, I think the, the only thing I really know about the Rob Zombie films, I've not, the, I've not seen those. I mean, to be fair, I've not seen this one. This is the first one in the series that I we've done that I've not seen the, until this watch, and I haven't seen the Rob Zombie ones yet. And the only thing I really know about them is that he talked with John Carpenter about remaking it, and John Carpenter just basically said to him, look, make it your own film. Yeah, and he, um, oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse. And, but I, I don't mean that as an insult. Like I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Rob Zombie's brand of horror. I've seen a lot of it. I, I think what he does is interesting. So taking that in mind and going towards this very big franchise of Halloween, I, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, and uh, I look forward to talking about it. I, I think the Halloween series from my experience so far has been such an eclectic experience in general that you can have a dough all sorts of different ways by this yeah. point and have it still work. Yeah, and and we're we're gonna see all those sorts of different ways over the next uh, what is it five episodes? Yeah, the next five episodes we get we get big swings in uh, <laughs> they're all over the place, so it's gonna be good. Um, very very quick round of plugs because we kind of plugged next week more than I, I thought we would, but that's okay. This show every other show on the ATH network. Be sure to check out athpod.com where we have this, we have Damage Boost, we have Demon Days, and we have Joel's show Afterthoughts. So uh, book club. We are in the midst of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Cause that, that's a long book, guys. Uh, <laughs> in between these book series, we're probably going to do other ones just to split it up a bit. We've promised Dune. We're going to get to Dune. Yes! Uh, and then Super GG Radio is a podcast about video games. We talk mostly about uh, upcoming indie releases as well as clearing out the backlog. Uh, I talked about Vampire Survivors last week. Have you played Stray? Yes. That is really good. <laughs> that was on my list of games I recommended for your PS5. 
Uh-huh. Uh, it's very, very dangerous. Stray was, is incredible. I was taken aback a little bit by how uh, you get to be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, but it's not just you get to be a cat. And isn't that funny? It's you'd be a cat. And oh, shit, there's actually a good story here. Where did that right. come from? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That just sounds quite fun. It's it's incredible. You need a PS5 to play it, which is a little frustrating, but uh, yeah, it's it's worth it. It's great. So yeah, I'll plug my upcoming show as if that's okay with you, Brian. I would encourage <laughs> it because we're getting closer and closer to it coming out, right? Yeah, so it's probably going to be hitting uh, early next year, um, hopefully January, maybe February. Uh, but we've got definitely we've got definite sign on for uh, at least one episode now so basically basically it's called science nonfiction. we would look at science fiction podcasts and basically analyze the science in them we take two elements uh from each film and look at them in depth uh look to see where they got the science really well and where they got it really wrong um the first episode is on the star trek strange new worlds episode children of the comet and then the second episode will be on gravity as we've got a uh We've got an expert in space junk who is going to be coming on to talk about that. How much time are you going to devote to Sandra Bullock's going, no, 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 I, st- I still like the one where they, they cut um, Christopher Reeve Superman throwing the baseball from Earth, and then it cuts to... <laughs> forgot the about that get, one. The guy getting hit <laughs> in the head. <laughs> uh, gravity did give some real joy to the internet. Uh... <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah, uh, basically, what, listen to that episode then to find out how scientifically accurate it is. I, I'm very curious for that one because that, that one really bragged about how scientifically accurate it was. So I, I'm curious to see where you guys land on it. I'm excited for that. <laughs> That'll be good. All right. Uh, and then for uh, for Ryan, I'll just be sure to check out uh, the front row. And uh, which one was his? His is flashbacks, uh, flashbacks. Thank you. I kept wanting to call it afterthoughts. And I'm like, that's definitely <laughs> not his. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a very crisp, distinct name. I, I got to say. I was yeah. pretty proud of that. So. Yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, that's it. We've done it, right? That's everything. I can say bye now? I can't yeah, say yeah. bye now. Okay, great. Bye. 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 bye.